make me holy, keep me close. I want to give it all until there's none left. But I can't beat you giving. Look at your son's death. I just want to be, I just want to be closer to your heart. You will find me there. Everything I have is because of you. It's because of you. And now we sing tonight. I'm giving you all. the high priest peter just denied you for the second time one more time he will deny you one of the officers smacked you in the face but he didn't understand that you were actually grace but the people rather see the release of a thief than to know forgiveness and be with the prince of peace and as they scream for Pilate to crucify you i hear my own voice because every day i deny you but yet you still bore the cross on your vertebrae. Walking the God, got the, what a display of grace. I see your weakened body beating, can't keep me from crying. Your cross is very heavy. They gave it to Simon, then you were crucified. They divided your clothes, like the scriptures prophesied. You died and you rose 2,000 years ago, slaughtered on a tree. You gave all of you, I'm giving all of me. I just want to be, I just want to be closer to your heart. This I pray, Lord, to be like Abraham, ready to give it all. My only son is the lamb, ready to sacrifice everything if you because nothing is mine, not this life that I have. Everything I own, oh Lord, is a gift. So who am I to hold it with a firm grip? I give you my talent, I give you my time, I give you my eyes, I give you my mind. I just want to be, I just want to be closer to your heart. You will find me there. Everything I am is because of you. It's because of you. And now we sing tonight. I'm giving you all of me tonight. I'll make a room for everything tonight. I'm giving you all of me tonight, tonight, tonight. We sing tonight. I'm giving you all of me tonight. I'll make a room for everything tonight. I'm giving you all of me tonight, tonight, tonight. I'll give you all. you today man god is so good how are you today are you out there awake god is good and he has something good for you today amen let's praise him hallelujah
chosen, I am free. I am living for eternity. Free now forever. You picked me up, turned me around. You placed my feet on solid ground. Yours now forever. And nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back. My chains fell off, my heart was free. I'm allowed to live for you. I'm allowed to live for you. Amazing love, how can it be? That you gave everything for me. That you gave everything for me. Everything. You wash my sin and shame away. This night is clean, a brand new day. Free now forever. Now boldly I approach your throne to claim this crown, to Christ my own. Yours now forever. And nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me
This is what you do. You make me come alive. This is what you do. This is what you do. You make me come alive. This is what you do. This is what you do. Yes, God, thank you for love that brings us to life, God. Your love never changes. Your love holds on to us, God. Oh, we worship you, yeah. We hold on to you. There's no space that his love can't reach. There's no place that we can't find peace. There's no end to amazing grace. So take me in with your arms spread wide. Take me in like an orphan child. Never let go, never leave my side. I am holding on to you. It's our hearts on fire I am holding on to you I am holding on to you In the middle of the storm I'm holding on I am I am holding on to you I am holding on to you In the middle of the storm Resurrection song. This is my hallelujah come. This is why it's to you I run. This is my. This is my resurrection song. This is my hallelujah come. This is why it's to you I run. There's no space that his love can't reach. There's no place that we can't find peace. There's no end to amazing grace. Sing it out.
himself the great I am. When I sang this last week, I just heard God saying, I am, I am is holding on to me. The great I am is holding on to me. You know, sometimes the storms in life are so strong that we don't have strength to hold on, but God is holding on to us. Amen. So I want to sing that I am is holding on to me. And just feel his arms of love, his arms of strength. Just feel him cradle you today. He is holding on to you. His word says he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Amen. He is holding on to us. I am is holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. In the middle of the storm, I am is holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. In the middle of the storm, I am holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. In the middle of the storm, I am holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. I am is holding on to me. In the middle of the storm, I am holding on. I am. Yes, God, thank you for holding us. Thank you for holding on to us, God. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I won't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I won't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. I want more of you. 
There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. here where I want you. You've given your life to me. And now I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you who I am. You're going to begin to see me in a whole different light. You're going to see me as the I am. You're going to know there is nothing impossible for me. Some of you are standing behind impossibility. And it is a lie of the devil. Nothing is impossible for me. Now this is your year of restoration. I told you, you have to expect again. You must expect the restoration I'm bringing. Because restoration is restore all. Did you hear me? Restore all. Just like David. I restored all to him. I'm going to restore all to you. The devil has come. And he's taken pieces of you. He's taken families of you. He's taken possessions of you. And now, I am restoring all. That that word needs to ring in your mind. Everywhere you go and everything you're doing this year, just know, I'm, I don't care what it looks like. Don't look at what you see. Look at what I'm saying. 
I am restoring all. Hear me. I am the I am. The God of all creation, I am, is restoring all. Whatever you've lost, it's coming back. It is coming back. It's already on the road. But you have to expect it. you got to look for it. you got to claim it every day as you're going there. And one of these days, it's just going to land all over you. Some of you, it will land sooner. Some of you will have to wait a little. Why do you have to wait? Because I'm doing some things that you can't see. I'm behind the curtain. You can't pull the curtain. I'm behind it, doing things with all your family. I'm doing things with you. I'm doing things with this church. I am. Hear me. I am restoring. Come on, let's just worship the Lord today. Let's just worship Him.
just take a minute. Let's get this in us. God's a God of restoration. So, Father, today, just, just put your hand on your heart just a moment this morning. There's just some things that uh, just got going on in my head that today's going to be about one word. And I was looking at the word strong. I was looking at the word wise. I was looking at the word see. I was looking at the word overcome. So today, even as you move forward in your life today, I'm going to speak a word to you. This is as if God is talking. I'm going to speak a word to you. When you position and you listen, I'm going to speak a word to you. You're going to get a hold of that word, and that word is going to transform. That word is going to change. That word is going to make adjustments. That word is going to bring clarity. That word is going to go forth today. So let me just pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that we are more than conquerors. I thank you that we are more than overcomers. I thank you that uh, you are restoring things today in our lives. Lord, I thank you that we let go of the things that are behind and we look to the things that are ahead today. In this new year, when we begin to step into what you have for us, even today is what's going to be released that we receive it right now. Just say, I receive it. Just say, I receive it. Just say, I receive it. I receive it in my heart. I receive it in my mind. I receive it in my life today in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. Hallelujah. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Hey, why don't you take a few minutes? We want to welcome you today. Get out of your seats. Meet and greet somebody this morning. We welcome you to Living Word Fellowship.
this morning. If you're a first-time visitor this morning, we say welcome to Living Word Fellowship. And we just want you to know we have what's called the no-hassle guarantee. We will, we will not bug you. So you'll get a letter or an email, depending on if you have an email address, welcome you, letting you know a few things about Living Word Fellowship. And if you want to know any more, then we are available to you. So we just thank God that you're here today, and we say God bless you. Amen. Um, we also have just a, just a few prayer requests that we want to continue on for those that have lost some loved ones. Donna Bench, Donna Bench's mother went home to be with the Lord, and Crystal Burton's sister went home to be with the Lord. And Sandy Cheshire's aunt went home to be with the Lord, and that's just this last week and a half, I think. So we just pray for God's comfort and his blessing upon all of our families. Amen. 
Amen. Well, Growth Track is continuing, and Wednesday night will be Discovery 301. And I get to, to teach you on that one, so I'm excited. You're going you're gonna to find out your personalities. You're going to find out your spiritual gifts. And as we do that, then we'll be able to progress to our dream team, which is on the next Wednesday. Because you know what? God plays gifts and talents inside of you for a purpose. And you can use those outside of the church, but guess what? He wants you to use gifts and talents inside the church too. So, you know, he's an amazing God. And so we want to pull out of you the gifts, the talents, the abilities that he's placed in there and help encourage you to do something you've never done before. I, I say um, about how many years ago? Oh, 16, 17, maybe 18 years ago. Um, I... I I was scared to pray out loud. Everyone shake their head and go, I can't believe that. And then God calls Eric and I into the ministry. And I'm thinking, but God, I can't even pray out loud in front of people. I'm too scared. So guess what? There's more in you than you know. And, and you can do more than what you think you can do because fear actually keeps us from moving forward in a lot of different areas. And I was one of those. So if God can move me so much out of my comfort zone to do what we do today, I know he can do it for you too. It doesn't mean that don't get scared. It doesn't mean that you're going to be standing up here and you have to talk to people out there. So don't, don't run from that, okay? But... It may just be one little step of going, wow, I didn't even know I could do that. So we are excited about Growth Track 301. Even if you haven't um, participated in 101 or 201, you can still come to 301. And we'll have Growth Track 101 and 201 um, at a later date. So you'll be able to catch up on those and be able to do all four. So we are so excited. So I want to I want to share a little story with you about Shelly. Is that okay? We're we're just kind of family here. This is is good. So, you know, we're we're set in as pastors. This was in 1998 or whatever, and we were uh, uh, at a different church building across the tracks over there. And um, and it's like you know we had worship and it was time to have somebody come up and pray. And I was like, I'm gonna be real. Can I? I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I'm up front, and I'm like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. And she's like, what, what, what? I'm like, no, I got to go to the bathroom. So I sneaked out. And she's like, oh, Lord, I hope they don't end the song. I hope they don't. Hurry, come back. Hurry, come back. Hurry, come back. Because if the, if the worship team ended the song, then she would have had to come up and kind of transition us into prayer. But I'm telling you, look at what God has done. She's discovered the gifts. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise for that. What she's going to be bringing Wednesday is discovery. I'm telling you, there, there are things, great things in you. Turn to your person next to you, neighbor, and say, great things in you. Tell them there's great things in you. You, you just haven't seen them yet. You just haven't seen them yet. So we tell people, don't decide on what you're going to do. Discover what you're going to do, and it makes all the difference in the world. So... Anyways, honey, will you forgive me for sharing that story? But, all right, good. It's like, no, yes, I will. No, that you talk about fear gripping someone. I was about ready to run out the back myself. 
See, you don't know all that, do you? So that's just a little tidbit inside of our lives of ministry. Okay, well, what else do we have coming up? Acquire the Fire, our youth will be going in March. And Girlfriends Conference, they moved it to to March, the end of March this year. So we're like usually in June. So February 14th is the end of early bird registration. This is at Church of the Harvest in Oklahoma City. And we usually take uh, a group of ladies down. We'll stay in a hotel room, and we go to the conference. So if you want to be a part of that, then get with us. It's girlfriendsconference.com. The registration, you'll be able to register online. But just let us know if you're staying in a hotel because I blocked some rooms off, and I just need to know that you are are wanting to to do that. So we're excited about that. So we're just a little earlier than the normal on Girlfriends Conference, but we, we would love to have you be a part of that. Okay, I think we have a Celebrate Recovery video. Kate, are you? To the voice, to the liar in the mirror, sing you can't ever change. To the guilt that's sitting on your shoulder, always keeping you wrapped in chains. To the past that you can't undo, to the pain that you're walking through, to the small and the big mistakes, this is what love wants to say. to celebrate pastor tom oversees celebrate recovery and it's a great great ministry and so we're excited about that i know you had a little more time last weekend didn't you to talk about that um also just be praying for linda's brother he's been he's in the hospital in icu and we want to lift him up and just declare healing over him amen okay you're ready to give to the lord well let's stand up If you're a first-time visitor, we just kind of bring our offerings. If you you don't, not you're not obligated to give, but if if the Lord lays anything on your heart, then we just come forward and, and bring it to the baskets up front and give to the Lord that way. So, Father, we just love you and we praise you. We thank you for our family here at Living Word Fellowship, and we are a family. and And Lord, I thank you that that your word says that we lift one another up, and there times of, of difficulty and we rejoice with those who are, who are rejoicing and father we we've had a lot of opportunities to lift up those that are going through difficult times and we thank you that you are our strength and strong tower our ever-present help i thank you that we are there for for each other as a family and lord i thank you that we can honor you this morning with our giving we we love you through our giving it's just another aspect of showing you that we love you And we worship you through our giving this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.
Come on, put your hands together this morning. Come on, tell somebody next to you it's a good morning. Come on, it's a good morning. I mean, how many of you ever had a bad morning? Yeah. We've had a bad morning. Let's celebrate a good morning today. It's a good morning today. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Let's get in the spirit today. It's a good morning. We serve a good God. God has good things for us today. Kiss your worries goodbye. Get ready. Here we go. Get up. Come on, break it down. In the morning. Hey, let's give Jesus some praise, hallelujah, for the morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I am excited today. I'm just like a racehorse ready to go. I've been prayed up and paid up, and I'm ready to grow up. Come on, somebody. Paid up, prayed up, and ready to go up. I, I really want to talk about something today. We're just going to just really get into this. We're going to talk about one word. Say one word. One word that will change your life. Listen, listen. This began to resonate in me a couple of weeks ago. We had a, a couple that we were talking to, and and, and the lady said, she said, you know what I, I'm going to do this year? I'm going to have this one word. I heard this preacher talk about one word. And if you would just simplify some things and have one word and meditate on that one word, and that'll make a difference. And she said, my one word is faith. And her husband, he, he had, had taken the same thing, and he was thinking about some different words that he would have that, you know, what about this word? What about that word? And and actually, he was thinking about a word. He came in, sat down, and looked up, and he saw the word growth. And his word was grow. So that was a confirmation to him. He thought, well, what about this word? What about that word? And he came in, sat down, and he said, Pastor, when I looked up and I saw the word growth, that was it. How many of you know God will speak to you, and he's going to give you one word? So how many of you have ever made a New Year's resolution? Raise your hand. Okay, all right. Now, just keep them up. Just, I'm just kind of looking at a survey. Made it. Okay, all right, all right, good. Now, now l- leave them up if you, um, if you were able to complete that New Year's resolution. Now, wait a minute. It's a survey. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, good. Do you, you had a New Year's resolution? Were able to complete it or whatever? Let's give her, let's, yeah, let's give her some praise for that. That's only um, one-tenth of a hundred percent of those that raised their hands. So that was, uh, the, the odds of that are good. Check this, check this video out because we're going to change some things. There's some statistics in this video that I want you to hear, and then we're going to talk about one word today. Every new year, 87% of adults create new goals and resolutions, only to experience the same frustrating results, false starts, and failure. In fact, 50% of resolution makers will fail by the end of January. There has to be a better way. 
Instead of creating goals and resolutions, it's time to discover your one word for the entire year. No resolutions, just one word. Resolutions are rarely kept, and goals are easily forgotten. But one word sticks. One word creates clarity, focus, power, and passion. One word meant for you will change your life. Find it, live it. Life will become more exciting and meaningful than ever. Look in to prepare your heart. Look up to discover your word. Look out to live your word. Join thousands of people and hundreds of schools, businesses, churches, and sports teams who have found their one word. Discover the transformational power of your one word. One word changes everything. Okay, I'm going to hold my finger up. When I hold my finger up, you say one word. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, great. So we're going to do that throughout our, my sermon today, okay, my message today. So one word. Let me tell you about New Year's resolutions. And you've all had it. We've all done it. It sounds like we've all done it and tried it and been there and broke that. How would you feel after that? I felt guilty. I felt failure. I felt hurt. I felt, gosh, I couldn't accomplish that. I was thinking about meditating on this yesterday, and I thought about how many times do us as a church, sometimes we'll get together and say, let's read the Bible through in a year. Let's read the Bible through in a year. And I, and I started, I remember one year I started, and I got into May, and then, you know, March came, I mean, March and April and May, and then June began to come, and then I got busy, and I got behind, and then two weeks later, I was like three chapters behind, and then I was six books behind. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And how many of you know what had happened to me is I felt frustrated. I felt I let God down. I felt I let myself down. And, and we can talk about that, and we can have programs to do all those things. But I'm telling you, if you're here at the church and you know me lo very long, I'm simple. i got to have it simple. And you can't get any simpler than, you can't get any simpler than, than being able to come to one word. I looked at some statistics, and they said every year nearly 206 million people create new goals and resolutions only to experience the frustrating results of false starts and failures. Most resolutions are forgotten by summertime, and they're derailed, and people give up. I don't want people to give up. You know, Jesus used one word. I thought about the scriptures, and when when he was in, it was in Matthew in, in chapter 28. You know, he used one word to tell his disciples. He said, go. He said, go. Turn to your neighbor and say, go. <laughs> go. As a disciple, Jesus says what? Go. Go and make other disciples. But he used one word. How about when Peter was in the boat and, and he looked at Jesus and he was going to walk on water. He was going to do something that none of the disciples had ever done. There was one word that Peter said. He said, Lord, tell me to come. And Jesus said, if Jesus said, well, 
no, you don't want to do that, Pete. I mean, there's waves and winds. I mean, you know, are you, do you have faith for that? He didn't talk about that. Jesus used one word. He used one word. In Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about the armor of God. And Paul says, having done all to do, stand. And he uses, and that word was stand. Stand. So you can go through the Bible and you can see that there's one word. There's one word. One word can create laser-sharp focus that will last. One word can make a difference. How many of you know you can get one word from God and it'll change your life? More than all my sermons, more than all the preaching, more than all the teachings, more than all those things, transformation can take, can take place by one word. So as we begin to move forward into this new year, there's some prophetic words that we're going to have. We're going to release those in a few more weeks over Living Word Fellowship. But I want us to really come and let's look at the target and let's look at this one word. So I'm going to share with you real quick an action plan. There's three things that we saw in that video. In that action plan on one word, the first thing is that you need to do is to prepare your heart. Say that. Prepare my heart. Prepare my heart. In other words, look in. Look in. We begin to look in. We need to take some time. Here's your challenge. Take some time to do this. Take some time to look in. When you look in, don't, you, don't focus on the mess. Come on, it's easy for us to say, oh, man, I fell short here. I fell short there. I fell short there. Next thing you know, guilt, condemnation comes on. You're a failure. You're quitting church. You're quitting your job. You're crawling in a hole. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's not what God wants for you. So we need to prepare our heart. And in order to prepare our heart, we need to take a little time to do a couple things. Number one is we need to unplug from the noise. Unplug from the noise. Unplug plug from the noise. The vacuum cleaner was running the other day. I was vacuuming the fellowship hall in there, and I pulled the plug, and all of a sudden it went, and I thought, that's silent. How many of us are so involved in so much stuff that we've got to have the radio continually going? We've got to have the TV continually going. I know people that sleep at night, and they got the TV on all night long. Just sound and noise and everything else. You know, the, not only do we need to unplug from the noise around us, you need to unplug from the noise in your head. Because there's times where I've sat down for prayer or sat down to read the Word, and all I can see is my to-do list. There's some of you, you're laughing because that's you too, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot to do this. I forgot to mow the lawn. I forgot to take out the leaves. I forgot to take out the trash. I should have cleaned the garage. Let me write that down. Let me do this. 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 And I get so busy and so frustrated that I've had some quiet time, and then all of a sudden it wasn't quiet because my head was going. So we need to be able to, to take the noise in your head. The second thing is we need to ask a few questions, and I want to give these to you. We need to get away from the noise. We need to get away from the distractions of life. I'm asking you to create an environment to look inward and look quietly inward and then really listen to your heart. No computer, no TV. Oh, gosh. Are you guys okay? I'm going to say something here, but we believe in healing and we will pray for you. Could you ever disconnect for a little while from Facebook? Are you okay? You all right? You all right? So... You have to understand, if you could disconnect from your phone, could you turn your phone off? 
Is it possible? And I know some of you are like, no, I'm on call. Well, then you're not going to seek God when you're on call. What about the next day when you're not on call? Could you disconnect for some, for some, th- some things? Could you quiet your mind? Could you begin to listen to your heart? Could you get rid of the to-do list in your head and come to that place where you can begin to look inside? When this happens, you're going to find it easy to discover one word. Listen, listen. Don't choose one word. I want you to discover one word. I want you to, some of us could look and say, joy, oh, I need joy. That's a good word. Deborah's going to have joy. I'm going to get joy. I'm gonna, that's going to be my word. No, I want you to position and listen from the Father. Get in the presence of God, and I'm telling you, God will give you that one word. So ask yourself these three questions. What do I need? What do I need? When you position yourself and you've turned everything off and you said, look, I'm disconnecting for a while from everything, no phone calls, no TV, no ball games. Sometimes you may have to look at when you do it. Some of you may do it at 5 in the morning because you're so busy throughout the day that you've got to say, how can I get this quiet time? The children might still be in bed. If you've got small children, they might still be in bed because I know when they get up, you just can't leave little Johnny running around in the kitchen for the, for the next 15, 20, 30 minutes, right, because you've disconnected. Don't, don't do any of that. But you can get to that place where you can say, maybe I can position it to where when he's at school or when he's with grandma or when he's wherever they may be, that you could begin to do that and then say, what do I need? What do I need? The first question would be, what do I need? Say that. Ask that. What do I need? What do I need? The second one is, what's in my way? What, what is in my way? If, if you need peace, what's in your way? What is in your way? And the third question that we want you to ask, what needs to go? What needs to go? There may be some things on your plate, things in your life, that may be good things, but they may not be God things. Hello? Listen, let me clarify this. God's not going to tell you don't go to church anymore. He's not going to tell you that. Okay? Because he built the church and created that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. So when you hear that, that's not, that's not God. If you hear, so I got my one word and it was like home. I'm staying home all the time. You know what I mean? No, that's two words. Stay home, that's two, two words. We're going one. So what needs to go? What in your life is there that you could really honestly come to a place and say, you know what? That's, I just got to make, I've got to make some adjustments in my life. These things might need to go in order to help you what? Fulfill that one word. To prepare your heart. The first thing is prepare your heart. Say prepare your heart. Prepare, and we're preparing our heart for what? Everybody, we're preparing our heart for what? One word. One word. So if you hear um, uh, the word, the goodness of God, then no, that's four words. If you hear the great I am, we heard this morning. No, that's, that's not one word. So begin to start targeting down to one word. So we begin to prepare our heart. The second thing is that we need to discover your word. The first thing, if you look in, then the next thing is you're looking up. If I'm going to prepare my heart, I'm looking inward. And now I want to, I've got my heart prepared. I've opened some things. What I've done is I've really got the ground and the soil ready to receive what God wants to put in there. And now I'm going to begin to look up for the word. 
Don't look to your neighbor. Don't look to the right, to the left. You begin to look up. You begin to look up because when you look up, you begin to discover your word. Remember, we're not going to decide on our word. Oh, that was a good word. I'm taking David's word. Oh, man, that was a really good word. Lloyd, I'm, that, Lloyd's word's my word. No, your word may be the same as Lloyd's word, but you're not going to hear it because you heard it from Lloyd. You heard your word because you looked up and God said, here's the word that I want to give you. So your heart's ready. You've come to a place where you begin to plug into God. You unplug from the world and you plug into God. And then you begin to listen. Do you know that God will give you a word? God will speak to you. If you got your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Kings. And I want us to look at chapter 19. And this was, Elisha was, there was a lot of stuff going on in Elijah's life. And he needed to hear from the Lord. And I'm going to read verses 11, um, 11 and 12 and 13. 1 Kings 19, 11. And it says, and if those of you, if you got your, if you got an iPad or iPhone, please, you can use it. Get on the Bible. If you got Bible, get on it. Use it. Find this. Let's just take a look at how God instructed Elijah to hear from him. He wanted to hear from God, and God instructed him what to do. He said, go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces in the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not, what? In the wind. And then after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And then after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the, in the fire. Next, next scripture. And then it says, but the Lord was not in the fire. And then after a fire, a still small voice. And then verse 13 says, Elijah heard the voice. Elijah heard the voice. The Amplified Version really puts it this way. Look at the screen just a moment. It says, after a fire, a sound of gentle stillness. (laughs) Man, is that going to be hard? Is it hard? Because, man, you know, if I'm in the garage, I I got my radio going. If I'm in my truck, I got a CD playing or a teaching tape going on or CD. You know, if, if, if I'm somewhere else, I got the, you may, some of you ladies may be in the kitchen and the TV's going or this is going or that's going or or your phone is going, ding, 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 you know what I mean? It's doing all, making all those noises, and you're thinking, okay, somebody's wanting to communicate with me. But Elijah understood. The Lord said, I want you to go to this mountain. Not in the earthquake. Not in the wind. I'm not in the fire. But in this case, God says, I'm in a still, small voice. A still, small voice. Listen. A word with power can be a word spoken in quietness. Let me say that again. A word of power can be a word spoken in quietness. You've prepared your heart. You've gotten things set out. And it it may be different. I... I was reading about others that, that looked for a word. And there was one guy that, 
that he, he, would, he would try to find a word, he would position himself, and he would get to the place where he got his heart ready. He would ask God. He would ask him. And he didn't get the immediate answer. But what he ended up doing is he, he had thought he had two words, and he meditated on those two words. And going back and forth within those two words, he, he went and he used to jump in the, do a New Year's jump in, in the first month in the, in the water in the ocean. And, and, and one, of his, one of his words, when he got through jumping in the ocean, he came out and he kind of hurt himself. <laughs> and when he got out, he realized, then he heard the voice and the, it was that one word. And he was like, okay, that's, that's my word. Some of you may position yourself for an hour and God will drop that word in. Some of you may position yourself, get your Bible, get your pen, and position yourself and spend days seeking that word, but God's going to give you a word. God has a specific word meant for you, and he wants you to discover that. And he can use all means to communicate with you, not just jumping in the ocean. You might be driving down the street. I know the word that, that, that when we were talking with the couple and we were talking about the word that they God had given them, I knew, it, I mean, it exploded within my spirit. I knew what my word was. I knew when Shelly and I were, was just like, yes, that's it. That is it. There is, I, I've had prophetic words about breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. It's going to break through. We're breaking through. We're breaking in. We're breaking out. We're breaking up. We're breaking down. We're breaking. We just got the break going up. There's a breakthrough. And there were times where we received breakthroughs in certain areas, but I, my word was breakthrough. And as God began to reveal some things within us, I realized that no matter where you're at and what you're doing, if you'll prepare your heart, and then look up to God, he will begin to release that word. And it might be at work. Ladies, you might be adding some sugar into the mix of whatever you're making of all the ingredients, and all of a sudden that word's going to come, and you're going to go, that's my word. God has a word for you. So when you get to the place where you're seeking God on that, here's another question that I want you to ask. This is, ask this question. What do you want to do in me and through me, even this year, even this year. This is not a once, one-time thing. We're going to ask you to seek one word every year for the rest of your life. That one word, how many of you know that word can change you? And you can ask this question. So you're going to get a word this year till 2015. And then we're going to say, what about... 2015, what's the word that God has for you then? And I'm telling you, it's one word. Everybody say, one word. It's one word. It's simple. To me, I was like, oh, I can do that. Oh, I can have success. Oh, I don't have to. I was thinking about doing an example and saying, Linda, come on up here. And, and I was going to say, Linda, here's what you need to do this year. You need to read the book of James. And then after you read the book of James, I need you to meditate on your tongue and your words and all that other stuff. And then after that, would you read the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke? And then but wait on John. Leave John to the last. And then when you read John, there's nine miracles of Jesus in John. Could you read that? And then would you do me a favor? After you've done that, maybe you need to read Proverbs. Go every day for the next 30 days and read a proverb. And do that every month for the next 30 days, and you can read a proverb. And some people do that. And by now, she's already going... And then after you get done, there's some Old Testament I need you to get into. So there's Psalms. I mean, 119 is good. 
look at that. But Psalms 33 is a really good psalm. Go ahead and focus on that. And then after you get done with James and John and Matthew, Mark, and Luke, then go back into Galatians and then Romans. And then, you know what I mean? And by then, she's like, I'm not doing nothing. Come on, am I, is this real? Am I right or not? We get to the place where it's like I've already feel like I've failed because I haven't done this and done this and done this. We get so busy trying to do that we forget about trying to be. So I'm going I'm to ask the ushers if you guys will just go ahead and, and pass out some cards. They are going to give you today a card that looks like this, except for your word's not going to be in this. Okay? And then on the back of your card, there's going to be lines on that card. Okay? Everybody see that? This right here says, says one word on it. It's very simple. Very simple. We can take that one word. And I put lines on the back of this card. I thought maybe for me, but I really think it might be for you guys also. Because when you open up, God is going to share that one word. This is my word. It may be your word, but get it from God. Don't get it from me. Get it from God. Don't, don't get it from me. But this is, this, is, this is my word. We want you to take that word. The Bible says to meditate on the word. How many of you know breakthroughs in the word? How many of you know families in the word? Honor is in the word. I was thinking about worship and goodness and grace or empowerment and hope and joy and risk and faith and revelation and salvation and righteousness. Humility is in the word. So we're looking for what? One word. We're looking for one word, one word, one word. When you discover your word, we're asking you to put this down. This morning, this morning, see, I got these and I started, I put, this was so cool. I went in and I took one of these and I put it and I had tape on the back of it and I put it on my mirror. And Shelly goes, I'm walking out and she goes, where's mine? <laughs> so it's on my mirror, it's on my door at home, it's on my pantry, it's on my refrigerator. Come on, somebody. I'm going to put it in my truck. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do all this together if you want to do this. This one word, everybody say. Come on, that one word can begin to change you. So here's why I put the lines on the back of it. Because here's what I want to do. I'm going to look at the definitions of this one word. And I'm going to write it on the back of this card. This is going to be me to keep with me, kind of travel with me, put in my Bible. There's going to be some others. I'm going to put definitions on there. How many of you know as you're reading through the Bible, and say, for instance, your, your word is righteousness, and you begin to start seeing scriptures. Ooh, righteousness. How many of you have ever have ever bought a car, had a new car, and then said, I don't see any new cars like that in town. Anybody? And then once you buy it, guess what happens? You're like, there's three. There's one. I went to Walmart and it was four. I thought I had a unique car. I thought, you know, what happens is when you begin, when God gives you this word, you'll begin to start seeing that everywhere. You'll begin to see it. So what about if you hear a song? Ooh, this is cool. What about if you hear a song? I hear a song about breakthrough, and it ministers to me. I'm going to play that song. I'm going to hear a poem that has breakthrough in it. I'm going to, I'm going to pull it in. I'm going to look at scriptures that have breakthrough, and I'm going to focus totally on that word. Can you do that? Do you think we can do that? Yes? No? Is it pretty simple? 
Yes? If you need it more complicated, I can make it more complicated. You got to get the one word on one foot. Say, so I'm going to look at definitions. I'm going to look at scriptures. I'm going to look at slogans and sayings that reinforce this one word this year in my life, that reinforce that. I was looking at the, the songs that you had up, Tatum, and the song that we sang, there was restore, was in, we had heard restore, we heard loved, maybe that's one of yours, a word, free, maybe that's another word, that was in there, complete was in the song, overcomer was in the song. Wise. Maybe that needs to be a word for somebody today. I want to be wise. We talked about the wise man and the foolish man. We talked about how the word can change your world. Your words can change your world. Strong might be one. Maybe you need peace. Maybe you need joy. Maybe you need strength. Okay? And it's got, it's got to be not two words. Okay? One word. I read I read this book, and these guys were talking about this one word. And they were talking about, well, what do you think that your one word is? And, and the guy used like three words. And he goes, no, that's three words. And he was like, gosh. And then he gave him something else, and it was two words. And he said, we're looking for. And he finally came down to one word. He came down to one word. One word is powerful. So after you've looked in your heart and you said, okay, and you've asked those questions and you said, what do I need? What's in my way? What needs to go? And then you begin to look outward and upward and you say, God, what is it? I need to hear from you. I've unplugged. I want to hear. I want to know what you're doing. I don't, this isn't going to take six months, y'all. I believe that God's going to speak to you. When you seek him, you will find him. Ask and you shall. So we're asking what that is. So once you've looked up, then the third thing that we want to have you do is begin to look out. Begin to look outward. When you begin, you look in your heart, you look up to God, and when you prepare your heart, the next thing you do is discover your word, and that's where you're looking to God. And then the third thing you're going to do is live your word. Live your word. Go ahead and advance there, Kate, if we can. There we go. Live your word. Live your word. Say that with me. Live your word. What church is this? Living. Oh, my goodness. Hey, 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 that's always our desire is to live the word, living word. So once you discover what word is meant for you, then it's time to live it. It's time to become it. It's time to get it in you so when you get squeezed, it comes. Well, you know, you're broke, busted, and disgusted. My word is breakthrough. So when I hear I'm broke, busted, and disgusted, I'm going to go breakthrough. <laughs> I'm having a breakthrough that I'm no longer broke, I'm no longer disgusted. Come on. And I'm no longer busted. It's going to be one word, one word. And again, living this word is, the old slogan is, this is where the rubber meets the road. We talk about from the cross to the throne, 
and living our life, when you come to Jesus Christ and you get a, a relationship with Jesus Christ, this is your life. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where things happen. Something happened on the cross and change began. But how many of you know I'm going through a process of transformation? I'm going through a process just to see myself seated in heavenly places. It's easier to see myself seated with Jesus and operate from seeing myself being with Jesus if I'm closer to it. That's, the, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where the things really get real. Things really get real. Are you ready for this? No, I got one person that's ready. I mean, this is the challenge. I'm not asking you to read a bazillion books. I'm not asking you to read the Join the Book of the Month Club. That's fine. You can do that. I'm not asking you to do that. We're saying get one word. And when you put your attention and your focus, listen to this. What gets your attention gets your focus. And what gets your focus gets done. It's the same saying. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't see it. So I'm going to take this one word. I'm going to take this one word. And this, you get it in front of you. You get it in front of you. Here's what you can begin to do. Susan, you want to come and play? I want you to get this one word. I want it to be a constant reminder, constant reminder, constant reminder. I haven't got approval yet, but I really thought, man, what happens if everybody took their word? And we had a time where you came in and you made a poster or something that had your word on it. And then we put a collage together of all the words for this year. Wouldn't that be cool? So every time you come into church, you're like, there's my word, breakthrough. It's my word. So when you come in, you're going to hear a message, and you're going to hear something, and all of a sudden, you're going to be able to hear something about me. I'm going to hear something about breakthrough. Now, if, if somebody else's word is grace or humility, they're going to begin to hear a message, and guess what they're going to tune in on? humility. God's going to bring that back and say, this is where it is. Because I believe that he can design messages to reach you where you are right now. Amen? Remember? One word. Everybody, one word. So I want you to get it. What about if you put it in your kitchen? What about if you put it in your car? How about you tech people? What about if you put it on your screensaver? What about if every time you you found a song of your word. Maybe your word is good and you got the good morning song. And every time you turn on your phone, the good morning song plays. What about if you put it wherever you spend time in your bathroom? What about if you put it on your desk where you work at? What about if you put it on your hard hat? What about if you put it on the inside of your hard hat? What about if you talk about it at dinner? This one word isn't just for you. What about if you expanded it and you had your family come together and each member in your family said, get a word for this year. Position and what's your word? And then you had dinner and you're on the go and you get together and you sit down and you say, what's your word? My, how about breakthrough? What about that? How about grace? What about that? How about strength? How about that? How's that doing? And you begin to start talking about it. Video talked about businesses. If you've got a business, 
You can take this into your businesses and you can begin to infiltrate it one word. One word. Sports teams. I know the last last couple years when I, I coached soccer, we actually had three words. Respect, honor, and value. Respect, honor, and value. Respect, honor, and value. R-H-V. R-H-V. We'd get on the bus and I'd look to the kids and there were boys and girls on there. And I'd say, fellas, R-H-V. And they would go, okay, coach, R-H-V. They knew what that meant. But that was three words. I'm thinking, man, what about if we just target it down to one word? One word. One word. One word. One word. It's simple. It's powerful. And I like this part. It's fun. I'm going to have some fun. So I'm going to challenge you to prepare your heart. Look in. Begin to look up and discover your word. And then when you get your word, you do what? Get out of the boat. Come. Come. Hey, get out of the boat. So if you're going to hear something from me, it's probably going to be this word. You're going to be going, by June, you're going to be going, Lord, give him his breakthroughs. <laughs> right? But I'm going to have that. Not just in, not, it's not just about finances. I need breakthrough in relationships. I need breakthrough with my love walk. I need breakthrough with my children. I need breakthrough with our church. I need breakthrough in every area of my life. So whatever that word is, will you take the challenge? Simple, powerful, and fun. Simple, powerful, and fun. Let's stand to your feet today as we begin to dismiss today. Everybody look at me. I'm holding up my finger. What is it? One word. One word. We're going to give opportunity for you as you begin to work on that one word. As God gives you that one word, there's going to be time, I know especially on Wednesday night, where we might be able to have you come up and, and just share what your word is. What your word is. You're going to have opportunity to be able to do that. One word can bring change. One word can bring change. I'm asking you to hear from God. Take that one word put it on this card. Now, if you want to, you can go a little bit farther. You can make posters. You can make collages. You can put things together and say, this is my one word. And somebody, though, you know, I was in my truck the other day and somebody took my three by five card where I've got scripture on it. Because that, the words that I was studying was about favor, favor of God. And they looked at it. You could barely read it. It's still there. I could get it for you and show it to you. And it's, it's almost faded. You can barely read it. And they were like, what is this? And guess what? It opened the door for me to minister to that person. What about if you had that one word and they said, why do you have the word strength on your desk? Because I'm taking one word today. Prepare your heart. Discover what that word is. And then let's live this word. Let's live this word. Are you guys ready for, I'm ready. I should say, Pastor, are you ready for a breakthrough? I'm ready for a breakthrough. How about you? Simple, exciting, it's fun. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you release this one word to us, just as you have to Shelly and I, and even as we take it into our family, 
into this ministry, to businesses and others that we work with. God, that you will just now give us preparation and we'll hear the voice of the Good Shepherd and you'll share this one word with us. And we won't back up on it in six months from now because it'll permeate our entire being. And I say, Lord, that we will be transformed even more into your image and into your likeness. That might be a word for somebody, transformation. So, Father, we're saying speak to us. Speak to us at work. Speak to us in dreams. Speak to us in visions. Speak to us in the middle of watching a ball game. Speak to us in the middle of playing a song. Speak to us in the middle of worship. Speak to us in the middle of a message. Speak to us as we're relaxing or watching television. Speak to us in our, in our, in our times, Lord God, where, where it's just maybe so totally unusual, but you'll drop that word into our spirit. We'll begin to live that word in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. And everybody said one word. Turn to your neighbor and say, get one word. Come on, tell them, say, get one word. Get one word. Listen, we're going to dismiss today. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to pray for you. We bless you. Go forth in his power and his might and get your one word. And we'll look forward to hearing from you on that one word. Ministry teams, come on. If you need prayer, come on. We pray for you. We're here for that reason.